Yo, yo, what's up, everybody? East Society Podcast, Anchor Edition. Uh, we haven't been here for a while. Um, the ZC went here tonight. It's uh, myself and uh, brother Mike. Um, we're gonna run down uh, from Movie Web, Movie Web, Movie dot com. Uh, this article that came out uh, last month, and this is best zombie movies of the nineteen eighties ranked. Um, the 1980s was a ripe decade for zombie horror films. Which are the best? Question mark. And that's what we're gonna we're gonna run down this list. I found this one a while ago, and I can't do it with the Zisu because he just doesn't watch these type of films. But uh, Mike and I were kings of the 80s, so uh, he's the only one that can do this with me. I'm sure there's more of you out there, but um. Mike, he's part of this show. But before we dive into anything, um, you had a a screening for uh, one of your documentaries uh, out in Chicago a couple weeks ago. How did that go? It was cool, man. Uh, Just a few people showed up, but um, I had a good time, man. It was cool to see see the American Indian Center arts director, uh, Dave Spencer, again. I haven't seen him. For a while, but he's the one that had me come out there and do it. And then uh, shout out to all, all my friends from Columbia College at that Columbia College Chicago that came out to support and the members of the Native community in Chicago. You guys rock! And it was cool, man. Um, I showed, uh, I opened it up with um, my seven-minute um, action figure photography. Uh, a uh, little slideshow called uh, Mayhem in the Monsterverse. Um, if you want to check it out, uh, go to my Instagram page, uh, The Boneyard Collectibles, and uh, you could see it on there. Um, but I started out with that and then did a, introduced uh, Cinema Red, uh, both uh, chapters one and two. And it was cool, man. I mean, the Q&A was, was, was dope, and just people hadn't seen it before, hadn't seen the documentaries or or knew, knew very little about the subject matter, about, you know, natives and horror, what we think about horror movies, and, and especially from those of us that work in, in the genre. Um, but, yeah, it was a lot of good questions, a lot of good uh, feedback on the films, and um, it was just cool. And, of course, you know, I never miss a chance to go home to Chicago to go back to Chicago, home is always going to be the Bay Area, but um, to go to go back and, and chill with family and go uh, action figure hunting out there. But, yeah, man, it was a good trip. Right on, man. Yeah, Mike's got uh, more coming uh, down the pike, so you guys just uh, get ready. And as soon as um, I know about it, uh, you guys are going to know about it because you can come back on here and talk about it like he always does. We're the the biggest uh, promoter for Mike and all the things that is Mike J. Marin. So um, real quick, um, the highlight of the trip was on the way home, sitting behind uh, the Cobb vent. Sitting behind he he and his wife and his daughter, but it was funny because he got on and, you know, he had the hoodie pulled up, pulled on and he had a mask and um, he was masked up and he has uh, shades on. But he sat in front of uh, in front of my wife in the seat in front of her in first class holler, and um, I didn't know who he was till he stood up, and then he had his hood down and his 
it was him. He was pulling his their stuff out of the overhead. And uh, my wife was standing next to him, and I texted her. I was like, look to your left. And she looked and looked again. Her eyes got all big. And But, uh, you know, like uh, Nez and I, we, we have this etiquette. Like when we see celebrities and if they're with their families, we don't ever bother them. We just like, you know, because we just – but if, you know – they're by themselves. We usually go up and just say hi. We don't like shove shit in their face. But hey, man, sign this. You know, it's. But um, anyway, yeah, he was he was really cool. He just he looked at us and smiled, and his wife too. She looked at us and smiled, and we just smiled back. But um, yeah, that was cool. Um, hella skinny. <laughs> I'm taller than him, but uh, it, it was just one of the highlights of the trip. So, yeah. was his wife with somebody, or was it you just didn't recognize her? Uh, she, no, uh, I don't, I think she's a producer, but, uh, they've been together since college. Yeah. She was oh, his okay. college sweetheart and, um, his daughter was really cool. She was just talking away while they were walking through the airport because we were walking behind them to go get our luggage. And, um, it was cool when we got there, uh, there was a, a valet standing there with a iPad that said T.O. And he's like, hey, hey, what's up? Well, we got cars right out here. So they just like walked out of the airport. But yeah, it was TMZ cool. wasn't there. No, nah, it was. Well, he went as soon as he got off the plane, he, he put his hood up. He put up his hood and he threw his shades on. And like, like I said, when he got on the plane like that, I, I didn't recognize him until I saw the hair. The hair is what gave it away. And then um, the eyes. I was like, oh, and then you his voice. When he started talking, I was like, oh, man, that's. That's a comment. But uh, speaking of speaking of zombies, uh, did you watch that show he did on Netflix? Was it Netflix? I think it was Netflix with uh, Drew Barrymore. Um, shit, something diet. Um, I want to say Santa Monica diet. I don't. I was. Fuck, I can't oh, remember uh, the uh, the uh, South Beach diet. No. Um. Something diet. I can't remember. It was, it was a show where um, Drew Barrymore turned into a zombie. Um, oh, oh, Santa Clarita Diet. Santa Have you Clarita seen that? Di- no, I didn't watch that. Did you? Wasn't Check any- that out, dude. It's hella funny. Yeah, I think there's only two or three seasons, I believe. Um, oh, that was movie. a movie. No, it was, it was a, a Netflix series. Okay. Uh, he was he was my favorite in it, dude. He, he was hella funny in that movie or in that TV show. Yeah, check that out. It left it on a cliffhanger because then the show got canceled, but uh, uh, it was pretty good. He was the main reason I watched it. I mean, I love Drew, but uh, I liked him just about not every movie he was in, but a lot of the movies where he was uh, pretty one, much of the, the the main star in it. So, but yeah, yeah check that one out, dude. It's funny. I I forgot he was Hitman. He was the hitman. Oh, that's right, he was. Huh? Movie, yeah. And then um, he was the uh, spoilerer, but you should have saw it anyway. He was the killer and um, or one of the killers in Scream. Which one was that? Two or three? I want to say three. It's the one with uh, with uh, what's his name, uh, Vern, uh, whose penis got eaten in Piranha 3D. <laughs> that was yeah. Good. I want- one of the best movie experiences we ever had. <laughs> oh, it was a Scream 2 he was in. <laughs> okay. Yeah, dude. But oh, speaking of real quick, uh jumping a little far ahead, um, Zombie Flicks, did you hear they announced uh, the remake 
uh, Train to Busan. Yeah. Um, um, what's it, New York? Something. Yeah, I don't know. The last train to New York or something stupid like that. Yeah, I just. Uh, uh, another thing, you just leave it alone. Just, you know, like they finally scrapped Escape from New York, thank God. Um, but yeah, one the one thing that it's funny, like Ananda, my wife, and I, we always, you know, disagree on a lot of his movies. But one thing, going back to what's his name for a second, it's like um, if they ever needed a new Dirty Harry, I'd vote for him. Um, I don't want his son to do it, <laughs> but oh, Scott, oh, um, yeah, he well, looks just like him. Yeah, he does. Did you see Outpost? There's one scene where he looks and sounds just like his dad. And I was just like, and then I remember um, I was watching it with grandpa and he's all, damn, this, this guy is, looks and sounds just like Clint Eastwood. I was like, that's his son. He goes, what? I was like, yeah. He goes, oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah, man. But, have, have you gotten into Stranger Things? No, we um, we're gonna do a, that. You know how YouTube they have those ten minute season recaps. Mm-hmm. Um, we got to do one for three. Uh, because I I haven't watched it. I've been trying to you know anytime I see something on uh on social media, I just like scroll past it. Uh, I don't listen to anything about it because uh, I don't know. It's it's. I just, I, I want to watch it, but we really haven't had time. Like we wanted to get into it, but we're going to Vegas on Thursday. So, um, yeah. What's this weekend? Yeah. Yeah. We're going to, we're going to drive up on a, on Thursday night, uh, to avoid the heat. But, oh um, man, it, it's going to be hot there no matter what, 24 seven. I know we'll be in, we'll be in the casino though. Most of the time. So. You you better stay in there, dude, because especially it'd be, it'd be midnight and still be over 100 degrees. Yeah, I gotta I gotta yeah. venture out to see Nightmare Christie. So yeah, you gotta go to that store too. Uh, it, it's cool, dude. You go nuts and and just buy all kinds of junk in there. It's uh the lack. Oh, I've only been in there once, but me and Eric, man, we we went we went crazy in there. But I said, don't go too crazy because we're on the plane. I mean, we got to fly back, and you got to carry all that shit. We went down there for a signing for um, what's his name? Uh, the guy that played Jason in the in the the reboot, remake, whatever you want to call it. Um, oh, Derek Mears. Yeah, Derek Mears was there, so we we went down there and uh, bought a few hockey masks. Eric bought all kinds of junk, uh, figures, masks shirts and everything. He wanted a, uh, a machete. I said, you can't take that on the plane. I said, I said, you have to wrap it all up and put it in something to to check it. <laughs> so, Didn't he bust out like a fat water cash and you're like, where'd you get all that money? <laughs> yeah, he that kid just saves all his money and he, now he's got more money because he just started working uh, the Man, past I'll- couple. He, he works during the summer. And makes all his money. You know, he works for the the res crew, and they go around and fix and clean up things uh, for the elders and everything. So he's been doing that, and uh, he just doesn't blow all his money. He just puts it in the bank and lets it sit there until he finds what he wants. But when we went there, 
he like went for it. Because I kept telling him, I said, you may not see it anywhere else. So yeah. I advise you just to get it. Because we did that when we were in Vegas again. We went to, um, what the hell was that horror con called? Um, oh, uh, Day, Days of the Dead uh, in Vegas. It was at uh, Biff's. Uh, whatever that casino is called. <laughs> uh, it was in there. Dude, that casino is rocket. <laughs> really? so, yeah, don't ever eat the uh, the Chinese food that they had there in the food court because it was, it was gross. Did Next time I'll just eat McDonald's. <laughs> give you the biffs? Oh, fuck, dude. I, I felt rough. I was all right, but when I got home was when I was like, ah, oh, and just let it, let it loose. But... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, dude, you get definitely go to uh, Nightmare Toys, man. It, it's worth it. I, you'll probably spend who knows how much. It's um, I'm not quite sure if the cafe is open yet. Uh, right next to it, they um, they bought the space, and the last time I saw Christy in Texas, I was asking her about it, and she said that they were waiting for some uh, cooking equipment. I guess like stove stuff that they ordered from I don't know Japan or whatever. So it was on its way over but uh it's gonna be cool i saw a walkthrough of it um they're still putting it all together there's cool murals in there uh horror theme there's a lot of tv screens in there that they said they're gonna be playing horror films i can't eat and watch horror films i gotta i don't know what it is now i can't sit there and eat something and watch blood and guts i mean popcorn's a different thing but lately when I'm when I watch when I'm eating like my lunch or whatever or eating dinner or something at home, I gotta watch something funny. Really? And then but you can't watch like uh, you can't watch zombie and eat like a big fat ass plate of lasagna or something. Uh uh-uh, uh I can't I can't <laughs> I don't know why. I can sit there and, and nibble on snacks and popcorn while I'm watching this stuff, but I, I can't sit there and cut my steak and, and watch <laughs> blood and guts and, and all that. But I don't know, man. It's just it's just getting old, everybody. A lot of things uh, are changing, and hair starting to come out in weird places. I guess but, so, man. This coming from the man that bought every version of a Serbian film. I do, I, but I can't sit and I can't eat anything and watch that. Okay, you know what? That that's the next thing for your show. That's the next segment we're gonna do. We're gonna eat lasagna and we're gonna watch like The Gates of Hell. Uh, I can't, I can't, I don't know. I just, I can't. I'll be watching something like scary or whatever when I'm at work. But when it's like my lunch break, I'll watch, I don't know, like something funny on YouTube or a Big Bang Theory or something while I'm eating. And then when I'm done, I'll go back and finish whatever uh, the hell it is I was watching. <laughs> so, but it's, it's crazy, but I mean, with our, I know we should be getting to our topic, but with this um, best zombie movies of the '80s, um, I could probably sit there and eat something through like Walking Dead or something like that, and any of these new ones. But these '80s zombie films, um, even the the late '70s one, uh, my favorite, Dawn of the Dead. Um, I don't sit there. I don't think I could sit there and eat anything because. Uh, majority like Resident Evil and all that. A lot of it's CGI and shit like that. So it, that, um, it is what it is. I do enjoy those films, but with these, with these '80s ones, it was like all or nothing in this. I mean, it was all practical, uh, practical effects that were handmade and uh, blood packets and and everything in this. So, but 
Uh, I'm like I said, this is MovieWeb.com's best zombie movies of the 1980s. I don't know how many there's here. Oh, I guess it's uh, there's only six because uh, it says six of six. All right, well this might be a short episode, everyone. But is this a zombie film? This is uh, John Carpenter's 1980 film, The Fog. No. Awesome film, but it's more of ghosts, no, aren't, a, isn't it? That's a ghost story. Yeah. Yeah, it's not. Okay, so, Bong, they got that one wrong. Next. Yeah, I'm like, no, what? I, oh, speaking speaking of um, The Fog, you got that, um, uh, not the... Um, not the Toonie Terrors. There was a. Uh, is there a cloth one? Of um. Of Blake. Yeah. The clamshell one. I have that one with the okay. red eye. The eyes yeah, that up. one. Yeah, but the minute I opened it, the head fell off. Well, yeah, you don't the open head, them. The head <laughs> fell, but you come on, I have to. So and then the um those three little uh circle batteries and the round ones that go in the that you know those ones. You know what I'm talking about? Those little batteries? Like in the, um, the ones that go in the watches? Yeah. Um, they had three of those that go in the back of his head so it, it, his eyes light up. And um, when I put the batteries in, like a couple of days later, them shit's exploding. You know how they get all salty? Yeah. Yeah, they all burst. Uh. So, and then now trying to find one. I mean, if they have one at Nightmare Toys, I, I'll scoop it up if it's a decent price. But yeah, man. But anyway... Yeah, I have both the uh, <laughs> the Toonie Terrace one and and that one, the the clamshell. Uh, yeah, this one I haven't seen this in a while, but I know they weren't zombies. They weren't eating anyone. They would just kill you. But the, the yeah, these were these were ghosts. These were uh, pirates. Did you like the remake? It was okay. I mean, it kind of it kind of still stuck to the to the original, but it was more of a. It was more on the ghost side. It was more of a love story, yeah. avenging. Uh, but I, nothing beats the original. The original was just creepy. I mean, the, yeah. the music, also, you know, John Carpenter and Alan Howarth's their uh, soundtrack is just dope. But um, and the atmosphere, and then it's just all in all, man. It's one of my. It's probably my favorite uh, ghost ghost story movie. Um. Yeah. Me and Jamie went and saw this. It was, it was a double feature with Escape from New York. That was the first time that, that I had seen it. And uh, I, I just wanted to see Escape from New York, but the fog was, was the bonus. And I remember sitting there being scared. Like, damn. I mean, I, it, it still is creepy, man, in 2022. But it's, it, it's, it's a good film, man. If you guys have not seen it. What I liked about the remake was... Um, when they were telling stories about Blake and, and everything dealing with these pirates, they were showing it. So I was yeah. like, all right, cool. But yeah, it stuck with the story. It had, um, what's his name? Tom Welling from uh, Smallville. Uh, he was in it. I assume he was, um, Tom Atkins character, but I, I, I don't know. I haven't seen that in a while either. So I need to check that one out again, but yeah, Bong, uh, the first film on this list. Uh, I don't know who does this list. This is this is not a zombie film, but awesome film though. Uh, moving to ninety five or uh, number five, uh, 1985's uh, George George A. Romero's classic Day of the Dead. Um, of course, this is a zombie film film all the way. I loved it. I remember the first time I saw it. 
uh, I remember just kind of being bored. I was like, come on, something happened. I mean, it starts off with a bang, but then it gets into the talking and everything. Uh, but 1985, I was just like, I just wanted blood, guts, and death and uh, everything. But with the George, uh, the George Romero films, the zombie films that he made, there is a lot of uh, talking and drama and everything. But with that being said, this film is awesome. Now that I'm much older, I can sit there and appreciate appreciate this film. The only problem I had with, with, with it was... Um, I, I do understand in Dawn of the Dead, they didn't have that big of a budget, so they just painted their faces blue. Um, how they looked, how they were all uh, big cheekbones and crazy teeth, and like I kind of like didn't like it the first time. But now I, I, I enjoy it, because if you watch Walking Dead and everything, that's uh, kind of how, how these guys are. When did you they're, first see this one? They're decaying, yeah. Yeah. Um. I first saw it. Uh, I first saw it on on video. I didn't get to see it in the theater because it was only a a limited release. And I remember my my cousin Jim, because he saw everything that came out. He he saw it, and um, I remember him telling me about it. And then um, I think uh, after uh, after class when I was in high school, uh, Mikey, <laughs> white Mike, he's like. Hey, dude, I got that zombie flick at the house. I was like, which one? He goes, Day of the Dead. So I was like, all right, let's 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 check it out. We went and watched it. And, oh, my God, it was funny. We were just, it was so gory. And especially when all the all the zombie stuff was happening, we were just laughing. And one of our buddies, this dude named Greg, little skinny white dude, was all scared. He just kept hiding his eyes. <laughs> but uh, I remember we were eating pizza. We were sitting there eating pizza watching it. I think Reggie was there, God rest. Reggie was there, and Mikey, and uh, Greg, and uh, I think it was just it was just us. But yeah, man, it was a uh, it was probably like 1986, the uh, first time I saw it. But yeah, hmm. man. Tom Savini, Tom Savini, best effects. Some of them. What was the um, the doctor's name? Um, um, ah, what the hell was his name? I, I can't remember. Uh, Dr. Ah, what the hell? I'm going through the cast. I can't even, these names aren't even jumping out at me. He's played by Richard. Was, oh, Logan. Richard Liberty? Dr. Logan. Yeah, Dr. Logan. Yeah. Yeah, him. Uh, I loved. Oh yeah, Rose was awesome. Rest in peace. Um, I loved all all the effects and everything. I think my favorite kill in this one is when uh, uh, when the doctor was uh, experimenting on him, and uh, that one zombie like kind of broke free and then t- turned sideways, and his guts all fell and hit the floor. When he went walked up with that drill and just went zzz, got him in the head, and then he just fell backwards. <laughs> I thought that was cool. The special effects were awesome in this. Was um, uh, Greg Nicotero? He was in it. He was one of the uh, the soldiers. Uh, did he help with the special effects as well? Yeah, he was. He was uh, apprenticing under Tom Savini at the time. Uh, him and uh, uh, Howard Berger. Um. Cause they're what KMB, KMB effects. 
it was Greg Nicotilla. Yeah, it was just him and the other Howard Berger. When, but Tom, one quick footnote about Tom Savini, why he's one of the, why he to me is the leading effects artist in horror movies is because all of his stuff was created out of things he saw in Vietnam. So like that's the realist, you know, like wounds and blood spurting and heads blowing up. I mean, that's like a lot of stuff he saw when he was a combat photographer over in Vietnam. And um, that's how he used what he uses when to reference when he does special effects. So it's like, you know, like you see this stuff at the beginning of Private Ryan, you know, all the blood and guts. And it's like, it's as real as it gets. But yeah, man, like his, the stuff he did in like Friday the 13th and, you know, it's, just groundbreaking special effects and practical too. So, yeah, I finally met him uh, at Monster Palooza. He's just a real quiet guy. Signed my Night of the Living Dead Blu-ray. Did you see his documentary that was on Shutter? Yeah, I um, I kind of, I liked it, but one part when he was like, you know, um. I was on Johnny Carson. I don't know any other effects artists that have been on Johnny Carson, you know, and that's why I made that meme with Rick, Rick Baker holding up his Oscars. <laughs> Being like, <laughs> hold my Oscars. It's like, you're good, bro. But, and I understand props, but let's bring that down a bit because Rick Baker over here, he's kind of the beast. <laughs> but it was cool, man. I mean, just watching how he came up in doing his stuff. But, um, back to day of the dead though. Um, I, I liked it, but, um, I kind of, the one thing I don't like about the film is the music. It's kind of like, uh, I don't know. It's like a little quirky, quirky, uh, type of music. I, I miss the old, just like, um, like we were talking about zombie, like the music in zombies is scary. Yeah. And um and in Dawn of the Dead, even though Dawn of the Dead was kind of a little, little you know, comic booky, but it was still like that doom 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 doom. You know, it's that that just that tempo is is freaky. But yeah, man, um, Day of the Dead is definitely uh definitely a zombie film. Yeah, I need to. I need to rewatch it. I must have never been really paying attention to the music in it. I know Dawn of the Dead. Yeah, Goblin did an amazing job. Uh, with the music with that one but I'm kicking myself for not going to that um I had a screening a few years back of Dawn of the Dead at the Regency Ballroom and Goblin was there and did the music as the film was playing I was like oh man I'm kicking myself they're doing something like that in Reno in October for uh, Ghostbusters uh, there's going to be a live uh, orchestra there uh, playing the music to the, while the movie's playing I kind of want to see how they do that, dude. They're doing they're doing one down here for Conan the Barbarian. Ooh, that, that, that shit get that music gets you hyped. That's sold <laughs> out though. That's sold out quick. Damn. But already, uh, the fog, awesome film, but nah, it ain't, it ain't a zombie movie. Dawn Day of the Dead, of course. Uh, moving on to number four, uh, it's filmed in 1985 as well. And this is Reanimator, uh, based on H.P. Lovecraft's story. Uh, I remember hearing 
I didn't see it and when it initially came out. I saw it. Um, uh, it was a double feature for something else, whatever was new at the time. And Reanimator was uh, was it was in it. I saw it. I saw it. Um, shit, some theater in San Francisco. One of those ones that used to be on uh, on Broadway, but now it's or a market, and then now it's a. Uh, I think uh, the movie, the theater is gone, but uh, Reanimator, I, I love this film. Uh, it's awesome. I, I really liked it, but um, were they zombies? I, I guess you, you can. I mean, they are re, re, reanimated um, uh, dead people. So, but I mean, this one, I remember hearing about it and oh man, it's just, it's uh, the, the dead's coming back to life. It is labeled horror. It is a horror film, but I thought it was more of like a dark comedy. Yeah, uh, yeah. It, it, it's it's good. It's awesome film, and it's hella funny. I mean, Jeffrey Combs is amazing uh, in this. But when when you hear zombie, you think of the the Living Dead eating people and everything. But um. I guess technically they are zombies, but I, I I don't know. I I wouldn't put this in a zombie in my if I was to come up with a zombie list. But uh, what did you think of this one? I thought it was funny. It was yeah, funny. it was gross. But <laughs> I mean, um, I don't know, man. Like I, I would say just along the along the lines, yeah, they're bringing dead people back to life, but you know they're not eating people. They're just like freaking out going crazy um but yeah man like it i i don't know i just kind of classify it as a i don't know it's not a zombie film to me a zombie film is like night of living dead that's a zombie yeah the zombie film ever um but i don't think this is uh i don't know to me it was just it was slapstick horror it was just funny yeah yeah, all the little like uh, quirky things they put around, kind of like the howling, but the howling had little inside jokes all around. Yeah. Jeffrey Combs, man, he, he first movie I ever saw him in, and uh, to me, my he to me he stole the show in uh, the Frighteners. Um, <laughs> yeah, he was awesome in that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, he was just uh, it, it was good, and then you know they had the sequels and stuff, but I, I just saw the second one, but anyway, yeah, man, uh, first time I saw the same, with the same crew, you know, Mikey, Reggie, and uh, and Greg, Greg did the same thing, hit his face through half the movie, but um, it was just, it, it, it was it was a good flick, man. Zombie flick? I I don't think so. Yeah, I mean, it was, it was, it was an awesome film, it was funny, uh, the effects were awesome, um, all practical. So it was, yeah. I mean, it technically it is a zombie film, but I, it's not. Well, let's just say it's not a traditional uh, zombie film. But I'm not. With that being all said, it, it is an amazing film. I'm sure a lot of you listening to this have seen it. But if you haven't, definitely check out uh, 1985's Reanimator. All right, moving on to number three. I. <laughs> this is my favorite. This is my favorite one out of this in the series. Oh no no no! I'm sorry. This is the first one. The second one is my favorite one. 
I don't know if there were zombies. Yeah, they were dead and they were alive and talking, but I, I don't know. Oh, uh, 1981's um, Evil Dead. Uh, no. Uh, what's his nuts? Um, Sam Raimi. Sam Raimi. He just no. did uh, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. What did you think? Did you see that one? Yep, and I said, I found the Oldsmobile. <laughs> yeah, I, it was what it was. I mean, it's good, but I I like the first one a little bit more. It's Sam Raimi. I mean, it was total Sam Raimi. I mean, I loved all the the shout outs he did to his films and everything. So, but um, Evil Dead is no, it's not. It's demons. Yeah, it's 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 demons. So you can't. I mean, it's not. No. Deadites. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> it's an awesome film. I mean, it's completely low budget. Um, Bruce Campbell, uh, probably this is probably the film that, that shot him into a horror stardom, um, as well as Sam Raimi. Uh, I remember when this film came out and I seen it, it I had no idea it's going to be what it is today especially with horror fans on how much everyone loves it. I mean, I love it. The second one, Evil Dead 2, is my favorite. <laughs> but that, that's basically just a remake of the first one. I thought it was a continuation because at the end of this one, in the first film, we see, well, I guess we don't, I don't know if he got killed, but it came and grabbed him at the end. Um, and then the movie was over. But in the second one, it's, it's Ash again. He's coming back to the same cabin and everything. And I remember sitting there watching that one. I saw that one the night it came out. And I was thinking, why, why is he coming back to the same cabin? I mean, it, he wants to go through all that again. I mean, at that time when that first, second one came out, I didn't know it was a reboot remake or whatever. But um, this one is awesome. And the, the, what I loved about it, it did scare me. I mean, I still get freaked out uh, the way the dead eyes look when their eyes are white and they're all crazy, especially that one that was just sitting there. I can't remember her name. That was just sitting there laughing when 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 all hell was breaking loose. And oh, Cheryl, uh, the, yeah, the classic one when you see the one that's in the in the basement uh, when it's uh, trying to get out of the um out of the little uh, cellar uh, door on, on the the in the floor. I mean that that was all creepy and everything. But yeah, I, I didn't. I don't think these are zombies. I mean, some of you are probably yelling at us and saying, "Oh, it's a zombie movie." I I don't think so. I mean, when they were there, they weren't. They yeah, they were trying to kill you, but they weren't. They weren't eating you. So I mean, I I don't know. I, mean, I assume you agree with me, right? Yeah, it was. Is there there were demons straight up because they weren't you know stumbling around trying to eat you or grunt grunting or whatever you know they were talking and um. I the only one I think would qualify as a as a zombie is uh because he didn't say anything was his friend, um that one dude to, that uh, his one buddy the only the only other man in the film next to Ash. Uh, I don't know what his name was. I forgot his name, but yeah, <laughs> but that that movie to me it has some really funny moments like. When they're at the beginning, when they're driving, and um, and then uh, he goes, "This car, man, the only thing that works in here is the damn horn," and he honks the horn, 
and uh, Sam Raimi's brothers are standing on the side of the road waving. And he's like, oh, go to hell. I'm not honking at you. I mean, just a little. And then when he tells his girlfriend and he said he's telling a story and she goes and he goes, the guy was a pure asshole. And his girlfriend goes, yeah, just like you. He goes, yeah, <laughs> I'm going to break your face. <laughs> that dude, that dude that said that when he. He didn't talk when he got possessed. He was just going after Ash. But, I mean, it's, it's not. It's, it's a possession flick. It's demons. And that's, yeah. <laughs> I remember um, uh, Eric, Eric Silk, um, he was telling a story when, when he when he saw this, him and his sister and, and his little brother, uh, TJ, they went and saw this. And TJ was his youngest brother. He was sitting there watching it, crying because he was scared. <laughs> I, I, I remember telling, I talking to Eric like, "You took him to see this?" He goes, "Well, we went and saw something else, but then we snuck in uh, to watch this." And I was like, "Oh man, that would have terrorized me if I was that young, watching something like this." <laughs> but uh, we just own everybody. But yeah, this one, I, I wouldn't call it a. It was more of a demonic possession type of uh, uh, ghost things that were going on. But the, the thing that I love uh, the most about this film, other than just pr- all the practical special effects and the, and the stop animation and everything in this, was every time uh, the demons that would come in the woods and uh, the ca- it was basically just the camera running along the ground, but it was always going... making <laughs> 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 was it? Uh, yeah, it was always doing that. It was going, <laughs> but uh, and then what was always funny was like, and the character Ash played by Bruce Campbell, like he got soaked with so much crap, and like the next scene, he's all clean. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, I remember reading the trivia, and he's like, at the end of the shoot, uh, his shirt broke. Cause it has so much crap like caked onto it. He's like, it, when I took it off, it broke. <laughs> but yeah, man, that that film is just uh, just everything. God, it, I mean, so it's a film you watch. Very low budget, but it's good. It's a cult classic, and you can tell that they had a lot of fun making it. Um, yeah. I mean, I hope like when people watch the smudging, I hope that they say that like those dudes look like they had a lot of fun making that film because it was, you know, but. Yeah, and the smudging's not a zombie film, FYI, so. But yeah, man, uh, Evil Dead, Demons. <laughs> All right. All right. Now we get into a, a zombie film. Uh, this is a film that Mike and I saw when it came out opening weekend. Uh, this is the number two on the list, and damn, everything's in 1985. Uh, 1985's The Return of the Living oh. Dead. <laughs> yeah. Uh, shout out to his, yeah, shout out to, no, he, was, he wasn't with it. It was LaVore was with us. Darren wasn't with us when we saw this, right? Uh, no, it was just you, me, LaVore, uh, Jamie, and Epps. Yeah. <laughs> Um, well, I just, it was a new zombie movie. I remember seeing the the trailer, a little uh, TV spots and punk rockers and and just punk music, um, kind of new, more new wave of anything. But uh, we went and seen this film. Didn't didn't think it is gonna be what it is, and I know at that time didn't know it's gonna be this huge uh, cult classic that it is. I mean, I've met some of the actors that were in, in this film. 
and I love this film. I think it just hit the uh, one of its anniversary. Oh no, it wasn't the anniversary. In the film, there was a. It took place in July. Uh, I think it was like July third or, or whatever. It was supposed to be in St. Louis, but it was all filmed in L.A. Um, but with this film, it was amazing, uh, awesome. Uh, I loved everybody in it. I loved uh, the whole idea of what was going on uh, when, when the zombies came back to life. And this was the very first zombie film where they ran. I remember yeah. us sitting there watching it going, fuck, they run. And I, I, I just couldn't believe it. I mean, and I... I was kind of like zombies don't run, but then I was mm, whatever. But as the movie went on, I was, I was all right with what was going on because this movie is just glorious. And the soundtrack <laughs> is awesome. Uh, I love the soundtrack. I had the, 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 I think I still have my cassette tape, but I, I bought it on a CD and uh, I love it. I loved all the music in this thing. And um, it's, it's just an amazing film. Yeah. We got uh, two of them were in theater. I believe the last one, two, um, I think there's two or no, there's Return of the Living, Return of the Dead 2, Return of the Living 3, and then there was that, um, I can't remember the fourth one called, and I remember the last one was like Rave to the Grave. Uh, Jeez, I can't remember the the name of the fourth one, but um, I thought uh, the series was was what it was. But the very last one, Rave to the Grave, that that one was garbage. I I was mad when I was watching that one. But this one, uh, awesome film, definitely a cult classic. I love it. What did you think the first time we saw this? Enough to stay in that theater and watch it twice. Hell yeah, we did. I thought it was cool, man. It was it was the the part that scared me, even though because we were young then. But the part that scared me was at the beginning, that disclaimer. It said, "You know, everything in this film is true." <laughs> I was like, "What? <laughs> this is the the names of people have been changed." I was like, "Oh my god, okay." But dude, it was no um. Wait, Darren was with us, because he's the one that uh called uh the mortician Rodney. Or was no, it Lavore? that was Lavore. Okay, yeah, Lavore. Okay, Lavore is okay. Yeah, but um, it's it was it was fun. I mean, when we watched it, the music kicked ass. But oh my god, I think like <laughs> the, the one line that we kept repeating was, uh, "Where are you going, stupid fuckers?" <laughs> I mean, that, that dude, that dude was hella funny. And then like reading about him, that actor. Um, Miguel Nunez, it's like that was his first film that he was ever casting, and he had just drove to LA from I forgot where he was from, but he had no money. He went, he slept in his car, he went to that audition, nailed it, got the part, and then after that, like he just started getting scenes. Like he was in, uh, wasn't he Demon in um, Friday Friday 13th? 13th Five, Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so he just started getting cast and all, and then he was on a TV show. He's a detective, and but it's like that. I like that story, and also um, the little backstory of the mortician guy was that dude. His character was a friggin' Nazi in hiding. Because yeah, they give like if if you see, okay, first of all, his gun is a uh, it's a Walter Luger, 
that German officers carried. Number two, the music he's listening to when he's working on the body at the beginning is like a Hitler youth, Hitler youth music, like Hitler rally music back in the day. And then he says something when it's raining and he says it in German and it's like a reference to like World War II. But yeah, and then um, on his desk, he has a picture of Eva Braun, who was Hitler's girlfriend. So it like gave all these little hints that he was a Nazi in hiding. That's why he knew how to work the crematorium. <laughs> Shit. Yeah. So when, and then he's one of the, I mean, I hate to say it, but he's one of those memorable characters because he's just like, remember when they first come to the house, he's like, what the hell's wrong with you? Are you on PCP? <laughs> but yeah, man, that, that whole movie is just full of just, Classic, uh, classic characters, classic lines. Um, the special effects were hilarious, and the first zombie movie where they were craving brains. Yeah, that's, and they talked. Yeah, they're talking in that. Send more cops. Um, yeah, I, I also like that because because they were smart. They 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 were still able to think. Yeah, so it, w- it wasn't like they were just the the mindless. Uh, Walking Dead and everything. I mean, this one, I think, turned it, it changed. It changed. It, this one was a game changer. It changed uh, the way we thought of the Living Dead and everything. Um, yeah, as well as craving brains because uh, brains is what took the pain away because of the pain of being dead. That was creepy when that one. Uh, torso of a female zombie was basically all rotten. Because she was like, kind of had skin a little on her face and on her chest area and everything, but like the bottom half was just her uh, her spine because she got cut in half. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah. Um, this one, uh, uh, Friday Thirteenth uh, Five: A New Beginning. That one came out a few months before uh, Return of the Living Dead. So, but that, um, dude, that one dude was in it. The one dude that that gave Joey the axe. In uh, part five, Friday Thirteenth, right? He was um, what the hell was his name in Return of the Living Dead? Scuzz? Uh, no, the the main the dude with the that fuck you fuck you guys <laughs> that dude. Oh, um, the suicide, suicide. Uh, Mark, uh, Mark of attorney. I think he was a uh, Victor. In uh, Friday Thirteenth <laughs> Part Five, yeah, he right. was the one wood. The little fat dude walked up. It was like he's the one that killed Joey. <laughs> yeah, but uh, that dude, man, he, what, 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 what's your favorite line that he says? <laughs> well, here comes what's my one? friend, yours. <laughs> oh, <laughs> hey, fuck you, ball buster. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, like, <laughs> I believe he passed. I'm not sure. I think he. What? He, yeah, he passed. Geez, he passed uh, in '96. Oh damn! Uh, he was only 35. But yeah, um, uh, the Scream Factory put out uh, the Blu-ray. I don't. I don't know what anniversary it was on. But uh, they put it out. They had an early release. If if you went to Comic Con, um, I always that was one of that's one of the booths that I, I rushed to 
because a lot of those movies, if you don't get them the first day or two, uh, a lot of their stuff they 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 sell out of. So you got to get there and look at everything that they got. And they like uh, I got my Return of the Living Dead like I think like a month before uh, it was in the stores and everything. And they had a signing for it uh, on the Saturday. I bought my movie uh, Thursday, and they said uh, we're having a signing Saturday. So if you want to come back and uh, there's going to be two actors here that will uh, sign uh, your posters and your Blu-rays and everything. So I was like, fuck yeah. So uh, Tom Matthews, uh, he played Freddy. Also uh, Tommy Jarvis in uh, Jason Lives. And John Philbin, he played uh, Chuck. And uh, a a lot of you uh, surfers remember him as Turtle uh, from North Shore. Uh, Those two were there. And uh, oh, um, what's his name? Uh, Sean, is it Sean Clark? Is that his name? The guy does, uh, the hollow. Yeah, he was there because they have, uh, his little documentary, his, his little hollow ground, uh, on the Blu-ray. Um, he goes, he, if you guys haven't seen a uh, horrors, hollowed grounds, he's got his YouTube channel. Watch those. Those are awesome. He goes to all these different, uh, locations where they filmed a lot of horror films and just gives his, uh, the backstories on what they did. Uh, Mike took me to this warehouse where they filmed this in LA. You really can't see it that good from the street because there's all these trees and everything in the way. But uh, it's, it's that little warehouse that they use in this film is still there. You can see um, the top. Tom. Yeah, you can top see the top. Tom Matthews, he was really cool. I met him there and then I met him again in Vegas at uh, Days of the Dead. Um, he signed my Return of the Living Dead at Comic-Con, but then I got him to sign my uh, Friday the 13th book. Uh, when we went to Days of the Dead in Vegas. And John Philbin, he signed um, uh, my Blu-ray. But when I was talking to him, uh, people were just asking him questions about this. I brought up North Shore. Because when I walked up to him, when he was, uh, it was it was a limited signing. I think there was only like about 25 of us uh, that were in that. So I was like one of the last ones because I wanted to talk to him. So when it, when it got up there, I was like, Turtle! And he was like, oh, right on, man. And I was talking to him about surfing because John Philbin is a surf uh, a surf instructor down in uh, the L.A. Venice area. And I asked him uh, if he's still doing that. He goes, yeah, man. He goes, I'd be doing that right now if I wasn't here. So um, he was really cool. Tom Matthews is hella cool. If you guys ever get to meet him at conventions and everything, he'll answer all your questions, talk about this and all the other films. Because he was kind of like, at first, he was like, yeah, this is the only film that I'm really known for. I said, no, you're not. You're Tommy Jarvis and Jason Lives. He was like, oh, yeah, I was in that. Um, <laughs> did you see um, Never Hike Alone? Have you seen those films on YouTube, the Friday uh, 13th fan films? I think I saw the first the first one where, yeah, I've seen the first one. Yeah, spoiler alert. Uh, he's in that. He, he reprises his oh. role as Tommy Jarvis. Yeah, you, you sent me that. Like, yeah. Yeah. Send me that one. He, God, what else is he? Oh, he is in Return of Living Dead too. Yeah, he was in that. Jason Lives. Um, I've seen him in other things. Um, it was earlier '80s stuff. I remember seeing him in TV shows. He was in The Woman in Red. Oh, it says uncredited. He probably was just standing in the background. Um, yeah, he's he's done a lot of stuff, but uh, I think. Return of the Living Dead and Friday Thirteenth and New Begin or uh, Jason Lives are the ones that um, uh, us horror fans know him for, <laughs> as well as the um, uh, Never Hike Alone films. 
Um, oh, he also did the, the voice for uh, Tommy Jarvis in uh, the Friday 13th game. Uh, they came out for uh, PlayStation and Xbox, I believe, uh, for you gamers. I, I've played it, but I never got to him yet. I, I just haven't played that game in a while. Um, but yeah, this film, it's it's a, it's a zombie film. This It's just an amazing uh, film. Practical effects, awesome music, as well as the score. Uh, that's even awesome in this film. But all the characters are memorable in it. Uh, shout out to Leanna Quig- Quigley. She played Trash. Um, she's. I thought there's some scenes where she gets naked. I thought she, uh, from what I understand, uh, when they show the front part, it's that's not her. I guess she had to put something. Uh, like a, a, a cover. And she had a patch. Uh, her. Yeah. <laughs> so. Her but, <laughs> but this is an awesome film. Uh, the second one, it was what it was. It was cool. The third one. I, I didn't see that one until it came on cable, but I do like the third one. It's, um, it seemed like the first one, the first and the second one were kind of like horror comedy because there was a, a lot of stuff in, in both of those films that, that were funny. I think the third one is when they started to get serious. Um, there was maybe light comedy, but not, not as much as like in these first two films. And then the last ones, um, there was they tried to be serious, but they they just didn't uh, hit it out of the park uh, with those. Damn it, I cannot remember the the fourth one. I'm trying to look that one up. Um, it was called. Jeez, what the hell was it called? Yeah, Necropolis. That was the the fourth one. That one was pretty good because the way it ended, I was like, oh, man, it left you on a cliffhanger and it rolled into right into uh, Rave to the Grave and it just lost me. I was like, this movie's stupid. <laughs> so, but I have all of them. Uh, I'm, a, I'm a completist. I got to have if it's the full run. I, I, I got to have those films. But uh, the number two on this list, The Return of the Living Dead, 1985, is an amazing film. If you have Shudder, it, it is on there. So definitely check it out. Uh, okay, number one, we just talked about the, the first one. And again, this is my favorite one out of the series, Evil Dead 2. It, amazing film. Awesome. I love it. But this isn't a zombie film. Zombie. Who the hell? Who the hell wrote this list? A Lauren Perry. It's oh. published uh, June 21st of this year. Um, Lauren, I don't know if it's a guy or, or a gal. Um, can go either way, but whoever you are and you're listening to this, you only put two zombie films on this. Well, Reanimator, technically all right, but uh, yeah, there's only, to me, uh, this list, uh, there's only... Two zombie two. films. This is two. And I don't know it. Uh, yeah. Okay. Now for our list. <laughs> I mean, uh, just off the top of your head. I mean, it, does, it doesn't have to be order, but give me five. Or give me six. Six good zombie films. Mm-hmm. Okay. <clears throat> Night of Living Dead. Uh, originals. Night of Living Dead. Dawn of the Dead. Uh, Zombie, Lucio Fulci. Um, The Beyond, Lucio Fulci. Uh, 28 Days Later and 28 Weeks Later. 
Those aren't zombies. Those are infected people. Okay, okay, scratch those two then. Okay, we're talking <laughs> full-on zombie zombies? Yeah, like zombie Romero, Walking Dead type of stuff. Okay, uh, The Dead. Um, oh, yes, I forgot all about that. <laughs> yeah, the one in Africa. Um, yeah. Dead, and I'll say, um, oh, God, what's another good one? Train to Busan. Yes. Do yeah. you like Peninsula? Nah, the the ones where they get like, where they have like contests, like oh, let's put them in the arena. No, 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 no. It's like, oh, uh, an honorable mention, even though it can be debated. Uh, Army of the Dead. Uh, oh, that one, dead. that one with Batista. Remember? The, oh, oh, the one in Vegas. Yeah, that one's an honorable mention because we don't know. They were zombies, yeah, but there was something else going on there we need to explore a little more. Did you see the the, the prequel? The no. um, Army of Thieves or whatever? I didn't want to watch that. Is it is it good? I haven't seen it. Uh, Theo saw it. He said it was okay, but... Okay, yeah. Just, sometimes, like, sometimes like, I mean, Theo, brother, I love you. You know that. Zisu, I love you, but I sometimes I can't trust you. <laughs> but uh, I still want to see it just because it's a part of that story. All right, uh, in no particular order except for my number one, uh, George A. Romero's Dawn of the Dead. Uh, I like Zack Snyder's remake, Dawn of the Dead. I just watched that, and I just picked up the uh, Blu-ray for the Scream Factory one. Um, zombie, it's just Fulci's um, Night of the Zombies, before they changed it to <laughs> Hell of the Living Dead. Uh, I love that one. And uh I, I can't put Return of the Living Dead in it, but I'm not because we just talked about it. Um, geez, uh, I do like the the Dead. I even like the the second one. That one was good. Um, I know some people are calling Jason uh, Zombie Jason from uh, Jason Lives. He wasn't eating anyone, so I, I'll leave that one out. Um. Looking at my movies, uh, other than the original Night of the Living Dead, I, I love that film. That is the very first horror film as well as zombie film uh, that I've seen. Um, but I already gave George Romero some, some love uh, with your, his uh, second film, Dawn of the Dead. I will go... Uh, we talked about him, Tom Savini, his uh, remake of Night of the Living Dead. I, but I'll tell you this, I did not like it the first time I saw it. Oh really? I think I think it was mainly because of how they changed the ending. Spoiler alert! If, mm. if you guys haven't seen it, but after the years and years, it came out in ninety. After the years and years and years have gone by, and the million times that I've seen it, I love the film. Uh, it's really awesome. I just forgave Tom for uh, changing the ending and everything, but it's still uh, an awesome film. Uh, there is a lot of good uh, zombie films out there. Be mainstream stuff. Or, or just indie, uh, and even some of these uh, fan films that uh, people are making and which are on YouTube are pretty good. Um, but going yeah, to, I what? Oh, going to Tom Savini's Night of the Living Dead when you and I met. Um, remember when we met Tony Todd, and um, we were talking to him about that. And he goes, "Yeah, man, I went to Tom Savini and I told him you're putting me in this film." <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, hell yeah, man, all six foot six of you. <laughs> He's like, I just told her straight up, I want the part of Ben. I'm going to be in this film. <laughs> but yeah. Did you see, did you see the, the last Resident Evil movie, uh, Welcome to Raccoon City? 
Yeah, I want to I want to give it another chance. When I first saw, it, because I'm a I'm a fan of the game. I'm a fan of the games, and I know like the um, Mila jo- Jovovich ones took liberties and stuff. Tried to make them more action, but I wanted. I mean, I I thought the parts in the um, in the mansion were cool, but I was just having a hard time with how they were trying to combine the both games part one and part two and then um i didn't like the way that they did leon uh they made him like all wimpy like a stupid cop and i don't know it was just and it was to me the character development was a little bit too i don't know like they were okay because that first scene when they're in the diner first of all i didn't know what the hell was that town was like was it just Everybody gave up on the town because they were just in that diner talking. And, and I just, I couldn't follow it very well. And then, okay, we've seen the zombies. We've seen the infected dogs. But what about Mr. X, like the big bald dude or, or you know, the, the hunter bows, those big reptilian things or the tarantulas, you know? I want to see that shit. Like, because to me, it's like, okay, let's just throw a bunch of zombies in there. Yeah, but that's not all that's in the game. There's more. There's like, there's a shark in it. There's a big ass alligator, a big ass snake. I mean, there's different zombies. There's one that there's there's ones that spit spit acid vomit at you, and there's plants. These plants that can kill you. It's like, you know, to me, honestly, and Netflix is gonna try it and it's gonna fail. Mark my words, it's gonna fail is like get someone that knows zombies to do it. Like when they, when they were first developing the movie, they asked George Romero and he said he would do it, but he wanted to do it a certain way. And they were like, no, you know, he, he wanted to keep it more to the original storyline. And they were like, no, we want it more like with karate and all this kind of, and he's just like, no, okay, I'm cool. I don't want to do it then. But they should have just let him do it. Because, like, how are you going to tell the godfather of the zombie genre that, you know, his vision ain't good enough? You know, like, you have you ever played the games? Yeah, I played the uh, first three. Yeah. The, and, the PS1 versions. Yeah, I just didn't, uh, I mean, I, I went and saw it. It was, I think it was on, you know, when it just was one day in the theater, I went and checked it out, and it was just like, Okay, and uh, I don't know. I couldn't get behind it. I I, I, just, I I liked it. It was just a mixture between game one and two, and then extra bullshit that they throw in. Um, I, I I saw it just the one time. I, I bought the steel book. I I need to watch it again. But when I left the theater, Eric and I went and seen it. Uh, he wasn't. He I don't think he played the games yet. Uh, I know we went and bought the. I think it was like the. Resident Evil re redo or Redux or whatever it was, uh, it was like it was pretty much the same game but an updated version. Um, he liked it. He hasn't seen any of the other ones. All the other five, six, or however many those ones are. I told him I said this one that the, the new one is more uh, with the video game because it's got video game characters. I mean, I I did like those other Resident Evil films mainly because I'm in love with uh, Mila. Mila and uh, what's her name in the first one, uh, Michelle Rodriguez. But those are what they are. I mean, it's 
they took way too many liberties and changes. There is some characters that were in the games in it, like Nemesis and shit like that, but it just... Nah, I don't know what they were trying to do uh, with that shit, but... Uh, the Welcome to Raccoon City, I, I enjoyed it for what it was. I mean, I, will we get will we get another one? I don't know, because I don't think it did too good in the box office, and everybody tore it apart uh, once they saw it with the reviews and everything, but I don't know. We'll see, but... If they do make another one, continue because that did leave off to where it could be continued to have, for another film. But I, I don't know. We'll see. But if you if you really want to get down with some Resident Evil films, man, watch the animated ones. Yeah, I have those. Those are awesome. Those are like the animation in those is hot, especially the one on Netflix. I don't yeah. know if it's still on there, but that one, that one was good. I I'm I'm a huge fan of the animated ones. Um, but. Uh, yeah, I don't know, man. I think this one should just go the route of She-Hulk, and we haven't even watched that yet. So, you seen Miss Marvel? Nah, it's just, what did what you just you know? If there was a last breath, you just wasted it. It was pretty good, man. Nah, I liked it. Nah, no, no. <laughs> I I, I like the TV show. I know who the character is. I we talked about this in the last episode of Easy Society, but I. I never really read the story, like comic book wise. I know they changed it because of uh, Zisa was saying it was more of in the the Inhumans realm, but um, this one they had to change it because it was just uh, a normal little girl that that got powers and everything. But uh, the TV show for what it is, it is geared more towards a younger audience. But I I thought it was pretty good. The one I couldn't get behind was Moon Knight. I was just like bored. Yeah, uh, with that one. <laughs> I, I quit watching it because I, 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 I don't like when a character does that mind shit where they're talking to themselves. I, no, man. I, I, no, <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't follow that shit. I don't do that. You know, the best one to me along the lines of stuff was like, was fight club. You know that, that the leave it at that. But when it tries, like when, you know, one has an American accent, one's a British and it's trying to be, you know, funny and quirky. It's like, man, look, just give me moon night. Give me all the Moon Knights, it's like like Game of Thrones. Give me all the White Walker scenes, and I'm good. I don't need to see any of that other shit. But <laughs> um, I've seen Lord of the Rings, and that is no. So <laughs> and this Rings of Power thing, okay, man. Uh, I'm gonna say this, and you, you, some of your your listeners will probably get mad at me, but I wish there was a reset button to hit to take TV and shit back to the '80s when it was just entertainment and things weren't trying to make a message. You know, <laughs> give me that like family guy, family guy is the best show on TV. Cause it doesn't give a fuck. Just like uh good times. Didn't and Archie bunker didn't and Jefferson's they didn't and nobody got mad, but now everybody gets mad and you change it. You know, this is no, 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 no. Different just, times. <laughs> yeah, hit the reset button. Boom. Let's just go back to everything was in its nice little piles and everyone shut the fuck up. That's what I want again. Cause I'm sorry, like this new, I'll go see it cause it's Salem's lot, but this new woke Salem's lot, just give me the 1979 CBS miniseries one. I'm good with that, but I'll go see is it. it gonna, is it going to be in the theater? Yeah. They pushed it back to next year. They were going to release in September. Is but it one movie or two? It's one. It's one. I think it's going to be like three hours long, but what's cool is it's set in 1975. Okay, good. Which is when the novel was written. So that means there's going to be no cell phones, no internet. They did a, a, a few of the characters. They gender swapped them and, and race swapped people. 
which is fine. You know, that's cool. But I just hope it's a good film. Uh, I, and then because like James Wan, he's producing it. And he was like, I want to make vampires scary again. And so I've seen some of the cast members like uh, in the original one, James Mason. James Mason played um, Straker. And in the new one, I think it's uh, William Sadler plays um plays Straker, but I know that they casted Barlow, but we don't know if um <laughs> what if it, what, we don't know what he's gonna look like. If he's gonna look like the bald one with the the scary ass one, or what? How they're gonna do it? But but so people are saying like, why did they push it back? And some people are saying because probably the test audiences thought it sucked, so they need to redo it. But then now. Since the Train to Busan American remake is being made, that got pushed back. There, so they're gonna, the Train to Busan people are like, well, we need another release date because now Salem's Lot is coming out the the month that we wanted to release. So, but yeah, man, it was just, I, I don't know. I, I hope it's good because to me, it's like when they take their time, you know, it, let's let's make it good. Either some they want more or something or. They want to change something, but, um, yeah, man, still, it's like, that's probably my, my all time favorite vampire, even though it's not a movie, it was my all time favorite vampire flick was the uh, original Salem's lot. Yeah. It doesn't say who's Barlow in this, uh, what, what I'm looking at on IMDb. Who so, plays, I don't ben, know. who plays Ben Mears? Uh, Lewis Pullman. Oh, okay. Um, Bill Pullman's son. He was a uh, Bob in uh, Maverick. And, yeah. <laughs> Dude, that movie was hella good. Dude, uh, wasn't it though? Did you cry? <laughs> oh, of course, man. Uh, both times. Well, I saw it twice in the theater and twice by other means. But <laughs> yeah, that movie's hella good. Um, yeah, there's no. Uh, it doesn't say who's who's who in this who the hell is this director what is he he's only directed two things Annabelle comes home garbage but uh all right um you know Annabelle creation was the best one out of those ones but you know who should have directed it who my my new favorite horror director is uh Mike Flanagan oh for that uh one like the hill, the haunting of Hill House and those in the Midnight Mass. Yeah, that dude. Oh God, that dude's a beast. And then um, that new one coming out on Netflix, uh, with those kids telling ghost stories. Those kids that have terminal diseases. Yeah, that looked that looks pretty good. Yeah, he's he directed that one too, and that dude, and that movie Oculus. I have to watch that again. Was that the one with the um the mirror? The mirror, yeah. Was, was Starbuck? Or, um, yeah. What the hell's her name in, uh, Mandalorian? Uh, Bo Katan? Yeah, her. And then she, <laughs> what was her name in Longmire? I don't, I don't remember. I just, spoiler alert, uh, he finally got to crush it uh, at the end of the series. <laughs> so, that was hella good, dude. It was hella good. Do you watch Yellowstone? No, not yet. I need to. Everyone keeps telling me to watch it. Get into that, man. What's his name? Son is, is a beast in that. 
Um, Ramrod's son. Ramrod. Um, <laughs> yeah. Dude, I, that's, I told Ananda, that's one dude I want to meet. Did you but pick what, up that Blu-ray? My Squad? Oh, hell yeah. And, and, and I put it on my Voodoo, too. Like a watch <laughs> plane. But, yeah. Dude, I told, I told him, goes, what are you going to say if you meet him? I said, I just want him to say one thing to me. I just want him to look at me and say, what do you want, boy? Because <laughs> <laughs> no one says boy better than, than uh, like, MF or with Samuel L. No one says boy better than Wingshauser. <laughs> or when uh, one of my favorite scenes in, um, in Vice Squad is when he he's getting in his truck and that, that homeless lady comes up. She's like, don't go with him. And he whips his lighter out and he goes, what? What'd you say? I'll set you on fire. I'm the devil, baby. <laughs> but God rest his soul, Reggie. That was Reggie's favorite villain of all time. Reggie's favorite <laughs> villains were uh, his top two were uh, Ramrod and Clarence Boddicker. <laughs> Bitches leave. Bitches leave, <laughs> yep. <laughs> but, all right, everyone. <clears throat> that was um, MovieWeb.com's best zombie Movies of the 1980s ranked. Uh, I'm sorry, Lauren. I don't know what you were drinking, but all right. Again, I'll run down it really quick. Number six, The Fog. Uh, five, uh, Day of the Dead. Uh, four, Reanimator. Three, The Evil Dead. Uh, number two, The Return of the Living Dead. And number one, Evil Dead 2, a.k.a. Dead by Dawn. Again, my opinion, only two zombie movies in this list. But uh, we didn't write it. But... Uh, uh, before we get out of here, uh, let everyone know um, where they can get a hold of you on your socials. Uh, I'm at I'm on Facebook uh, at Mike J Marin uh, M I K E J M A R I N, and I'm on Instagram. Uh, my action figure photography page is the Boneyard Collectibles, and um, my movie page is uh, Real Talk Junkies Films. Um, what else do I got going? Uh, you can email me at Mike J Marin at Gmail. Uh, I have a YouTube channel, uh, Mike J Marin. Also, uh, I have some of my stuff on there. Uh, some of my movies, my two document, actually three documentaries and one of my short films is on there. If you want to check out my first feature film, the smudging, which is quickly becoming a cult classic. Uh, it's on Amazon. Uh, I don't think it's on Prime anymore. I think you got to pay for it now. You got to rent it. But uh, it's still running strong at like one and a half stars. Uh, it went from like <laughs> like eight eight and a half to down to one and a half now. But that's just the haters that uh, you know sit in their basements and uh, watch uh, Pornhub and and stuff. But yeah, man. Um, what else do I got? Oh, uh, so Mayhem and the Monsterverse, my uh, slideshow of, of horror mashups with action figures. I'm doing a companion book uh, with that and playing around with the idea of doing a calendar for some of my action figure photography. But anyway, man, uh, that's all that's been up. Uh, if you want to catch me, I'll be at South Point Casino this weekend uh, in Vegas. Uh, I'll be in the bowling alley section selling my some of my artwork, not my figure photography, but some of my artwork because I am an artist. If you want to check out my artwork, go to uh, Instagram at MJMarinArt, 
That's M J M A R I N Art. And uh, yeah, so uh, if you're in the Vegas area, come through. Cool. Yeah, everyone, hit up Mike. Um, oh, you're also going to be on the Classic Wolf podcast. When's that coming out? I think that's. I think it came out already. Um, no, no, uh, it didn't yet because he uh, uh, Lone Wolf. That's what I call him. Lone Wolf is in. He's in Texas or something, uh, hanging out with Danny Trejo. He said he couldn't wait to get there, and he put pictures up where he and his daughter are hanging out with Danny Trejo. So, but uh, yeah, it was cool, man, being on that uh, podcast. Just talked about a lot of cool stuff. We have a lot of a lot of things in common too. So, but yeah, he was a cool cat. And um, uh, other other podcasters been hitting me up too. A lot of a lot of native podcasters, which is cool. So. Um, and then uh, I'm working on a new film. My, well, the same film now. I've been working on it for two, going on two years. God. Um, but yeah, that should be uh, getting back up. Matter of fact, uh, I'm, I'm going to call you later on when I get back from Vegas to talk about some things you can help me with with filming. So uh, anyway, but yeah, that's all that's been up with me. Cool. All right, man. Uh, right on. Thanks for coming on. Mike will be back when we run down another horror list that I found, but we'll we'll do that one because I think that was going to take a while. Might be a two-parter, but we'll see. But uh, all right, everyone. Yeah, just uh, listen to everything we got here on Anchor, dealing with the E-Society, and then shoot on over to uh, the regular network and listen to the, the latest episode. I believe it's 258 and uh, everything else there on the Skaterness Podcast Network. And, uh, yeah, follow us everywhere. Just go down in the show notes, all the links for everything there. Pick up a T-shirt or T-Public, be it E-Society or the Magnus Podcast. We got new designs coming, everyone. Just just hold your horses. I know people have been hitting me up. But get the classic designs before they're not on there anymore. They'll probably still be on there. But, anyway, we do got some new ones coming. So, but with that, everyone, ju- just be safe out there, and we'll talk to you guys next time. So, until then, party on. Party on.